Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. That as well. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Larry David and Elmo this morning. Yeah, so Elmo didn't do anything wrong yesterday at at all. (laughs) Is he trying to attack me? (laughs) Don't underestimate him. Well, yesterday, Elmo was on the Today Show because it was trending all this week. Elmo put up, he simply put up on, uh, I think, just Facebook or some sort of social media. He just wrote, how's everyone doing? And Oh, is that a loaded question? But it got so much response, Jeff. Everyone beat up on him. Millions and millions, but it was, everyone was beating up on him. People were beating up. Beating up up on him. They were beating up on Elmo a little bit. Why? But they were also sharing a lot of their personal feelings about, I'm not doing okay. So it really kind of opened up a discussion to have, you know, about mental health and how everyone's doing post-pandemic. Even President Biden was involved in it. He put up some things like that. So that is the first reason why Elmo was on the Today Show yesterday. Because he was trending. Because he was trending and he asked everyone, how's everyone doing? Well, then I guess Larry David was there because Curb Your Enthusiasm season 12 comes out Sunday. So that's why he was there. And then this went down. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, my gosh. We love Elmo, don't you? Are you okay? Ask permission, ask permission before you touch people, Larry. Oh. Let's, let's, let's get back on the couch. Let's talk about how you feel. Go ahead. Say you're sorry. Elmo. Larry. I just want to apologize. Thank you, Larry. That's okay. very big of you. Elmo accepts your apology, Larry. <laughs> wow, that was quite a scuffle. Well, he grabbed Elmo by the head and started uh, punching him in the face. And then he sw- and then he said, "Well, somebody had to do it." And then they went to break, and oh, then they yikes. came back, and that's when he was like, "I'm sorry, wow. Elmo." But it was all oh, just a big old. Elmo's not going to sue him. I don't think so. No. It seems like Elmo accepted his apology. What do you think? <laughs> well, you know, there was. I mean, he was on television, so he probably felt pressure. Oh, he might have. Maybe now today will be when the lawsuit. After comes he left out. the studio, when he went home, when he had time to think about it, and. He's got to see if he gets any Take it all in. Any, yeah. Right. He's probably going to have some issues going back to the Today Show, too, I'm sure. See how his neck feels this morning. The last time he was there, he got beat up. Yeah. Do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Is that one that you've been... I mean, 12 seasons to me. I thought that show was way over. Yeah, I was an early adopter, and I watched, I mean, religiously, probably the first seven or eight seasons, and then it just 
you know, you get busy and you get distracted by other things. And then I just kind of lost track of it. I didn't even know it was still on the air. Same. <laughs> but it's good TV. Yeah. The kids are discovered. That's what's crazy is, I mean, that show went on the air probably when the kids were infants. And, oh, yeah. And they're like, they're just discovering it now for the first time saying, guys, have you seen, it's this show called Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> Like, it's this brand new thing they just discovered. That's like when I discovered Sex in the City eons after it had been on. Oh, my gosh. I love Sex in the City. Yeah. You're like, we've been watching that for decades. Because even though it's only 12 seasons, like, they would take two, in oh, some breaks. cases, three-year breaks. Where, um, what do they, what do they talk to you about? Like, the kids, they just like how funny it is or... Yeah, they, they it's it's very funny. It's it's a different kind of comedy that they're not used to because what's unique about Curb Your Enthusiasm is a lot of it's improved. Oh yeah, you know, and it's just it's not scripted. Funny in a really kind of seemingly organic way, and it's a lot of observational humor. And of course, Larry David is a one of a kind character. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we were just talking one day, and I, I mentioned my steps, and I go, yeah, you know, I I read somewhere that uh, that show. It's not really scripted. Like, they sort of work off of an outline, and then they just kind of improv it. He's like, what? Oh, he didn't even know. No, he's like, his mind was blown. He's like, <laughs> that explains so much. Because it's just in terms of, like, the lines and the looks and so much of it. He's like, how would you even write that? That must be a really difficult show to do. And I'm like, these guys are pros. You know, between him and Jeff, Jeff Garland and the chemistry between those two, just all the characters and the recurring characters who were on the show. Mm -hmm. who participate in it. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus has made a number of appearances. There's a Cheryl lot of Hines. people that stop by, right? Don't they kind of do like a... Yeah, and a lot of them are comedians, but the one thing they all have in common is they're just exceptional improv players. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so early this week, Britney Spears posted an apology to anyone she who may have been hurt by what she wrote in her memoir, and it's pretty clear to most people that Justin Timberlake was the intended recipient. Um, and then there was an appearance with Justin at a show in New York City, uh, which just happened to be his birthday, where he sent a very clear, clear message in response. And we're going to share with you that message. And this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Mentioning earlier this week how Britney Spears posted that apology to anyone who was hurt by what she wrote in her memoir and 
everybody pretty much knew that Justin Timberlake was the intended recipient. Well, he does not accept her apology. Mm-hmm. Because during a show in New York City on Wednesday, which just happened to be Justin's birthday, he sent a very clear message. He's all said he's about to launch into Crimea Row. I saw this on Access Hollywood last night. He's all about, he's ready to launch into Crimea River, which if you recall, that song was supposedly about his breakup with Britney. Oh yeah, because in, even in the music video, it's a girl that looks just like Britney, but you never see her face. Right. And he said, I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely effing nobody. Mm. That's that is a, a big F U. And of course, Brittany caught wind of it. She has now unapologized. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, Justin. Here's the quote from Brittany. Someone told me someone was talking. She didn't use the word crap, but you can use your imagination. Someone told me someone was talking crap about me on the streets. On the streets. Do you want to bring it to the court? Or will you go home crying to your mom like you did last time? Ouch. I'm not sorry. And she had a bunch of exclamation points after that. You got to make sure that you I counted three on this transcript. Yeah. Just two years ago... You should know. Keep in mind, two years ago, Justin issued an apology to both Britney and Janet Jackson for his past failures with them. But that was before Britney's book came out. So it sounds like what she wrote about him really stung because well, he's just, he's done. Wasn't part of it about his pinky size manhood. <laughs> I don't remember that part. I you remember her saying, I think most of it has to do with the abortion and... How he acted afterwards because she really kind of puts him on like front street with like he never called me. He never talked to me. We never did anything else about it. You think these two called each other and were like, you know, Taylor's getting a lot of of the attention here in the E-World. Do you think we need to fire things up a little bit? Let's let's do a fake fight. (laughs) Hey, guys, I have an idea. First thing I thought of, but that's how my brain works. No, I think think nothing Britney Spears does is orchestrated. She is just a fly-off-the-handle kind of person. Very fair point. Yeah. I I mean, I think it was nice of her to apologize to him. Can you imagine if management came to us and said, uh, hey, guys, uh, we just did some focus testing on the show, and uh, I don't know, we're seeing some weaknesses there, so... We're thinking like maybe to sort of spice things up. One of y'all could have like a big feud, like a big fight. You know, you really, really get into it. Have it just spill out on the air. I worked at another station in town where that exact meeting happened and there was an entire falsified fight with the afternoon guy that I just got an email about two weeks ago. Really? Someone said, remember when you and Jordan were fighting with each other? All fake. Was it you? Really? Was it you that was me and old, me and old Jeff. Versus Jordan. It was, oh, it was all fabricated. Oh, 
by the bosses because they thought we needed to. I'd like to... to see Tim and Jeff get at it. It's always the ladies. <laughs> like, why do they want the girls to fight? Like, Jeff, I'm not sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, take it back. You know what would be fun is you're both Scorpios. So you both think yeah. you're right all the time and you both won't give up. So it'll be a really good fight. No, well, we'll be both. Or is it the opposite? Or is it we just don't care? No, because guys are like that. Guys are like, hey, dude, whatever, fine. Whatever. Women are the digger. We have to dig in, you know. You got to have the last word. Yes. Well, okay. we'll see how this all plays Let's out. Let's just agree to disagree and move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I disagree to disagree. <laughs> and you know what? It, you would. You absolutely <laughs> would. I take back my apology. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I really felt like this was just going to go away for them. So did I. You yeah, know? I was really hoping it would. Just... But, and I just, I'm kind of mad at Justin for mm -hmm. just why does he have to do that well you're not the only one um you know a lot of people seem to think that britney kind of wins this one because justin was already facing a sort of come from behind battle here mm -hmm. and this latest video that came out last night just feels like another few steps backwards yeah for sure well, and it's upsetting. And maybe he got really mad over the weekend that all of her fans started streaming her selfish song and not his. And maybe that's kind of what uh, that's true. fired him up a little bit. Yeah, because he's probably, you know, like in his mind, he was thinking, look, I've already apologized mm -hmm. for whatever my role was in all of this. And then you came out with that book that just felt like, oh, wow. Okay, so this is never going to die. Well, I felt like, I mean, as you know, of course, I'm team. I'm team both of them. I love them separately. But in this situation, I'm team Brittany. But I felt like as a part of her self-healing, she really needed to get those things out that she shared in the book. And it wasn't just Justin yeah. that she had to heal from it was her family the record labels her dad i mean so many things right i feel like that really helped her get that out yeah that was an interesting move from justin yeah something got to him mm -hmm. really want to just sit down with him and say, what was that about and i wonder what jessica beale thinks of that too do you if as his wife are you like yeah you really gave it to him well, I suspect that she's gotten a filtered version of what whatever went down between him and Brittany. Probably. Yeah, probably so. I don't know. All right. Well, Bradley Cooper named the acting performance that changed his technique as an actor forever. What do you guys think it is, if you had to pick? Uh, I would say Leonard Bernstein. Oh, that was pretty good. Uh, John Tim? Candy in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bradley is saying his life-changing moment happened when he was watching Vince Vaughn film a scene in the 2005 Wedding Crashers. Oh, I thought it was like his acting. Like, what role did he take on the change to his, oh, his life? So you're saying a, a, an acting performance he witnessed. Yeah, so Got he it. witnessed this go down. Vince Vaughn was doing a scene where he is running from the grandmother who takes out a gun. And Vince Vaughn just starts running and running. And he eventually gets away from the grandmother. Grandma. But Bradley Cooper is saying up until that point, he said, I always was just trying to get it right on the camera. I was trying to be present and just get it right all the time. And then I watched Vince Vaughn absolutely destroy a scene, just crush it. And then he came up and said, hey, I want to do another take of that. What? 
in front of everybody. Wow. He said there was this huge crew and the lights were on. It was so nerve wracking and it was his willingness to fail. It was like a diamond through the middle of my head going, that's it. That freedom is just to be absolutely willing to fail. That's great. Yeah. And look where he is now. Yeah. I mean, from 2005 to now for Bradley Cooper. Right. Forget it. That's fantastic. That's cool. You know, like when you get whatever your craft is, like whatever your field of interest, whatever you do, mm-hmm. when, you know, when you hit that, what is Oprah called? That aha moment where you're like, oh, that's it. I think this is it. This is the key. Hey, Suits has become one of the biggest shows on streaming. So this is kind of a no-brainer. It's uh, it's a spinoff called Suits L.A. Was Suits the one that Meghan Markle was in? Yes. Yeah, okay. she was. Yeah. Uh, Suits L.A. takes place in the same universe as the original show, but it'll follow a new group of characters. And while the original series ran on the USA Network, this one will be on NBC. Oh, really? Well, I remember... Was it? It was last year, right? You said that Suits was on Netflix, and it mm-hmm. felt like it got a brand new life. Like right around Christmas, I felt like people started really talking about it a lot. Yeah, you think that it was Meghan Markle? Markle influenced? No, I think just, they. I think they just put it up on Netflix, and people it. had never seen it before. Oh, and then I they see. started watching it over and over and over again. Okay, but it did get released when they were a little more in the news. So maybe she had a little influence on it. And they had that deal with Netflix, too. I wondered if that was part of it as well. Oh, maybe. Anyway, Suits LA starts production next month. Should be ready for the 2024-2025 season. No word yet on casting, but viewers in the U.S. streamed 57.7 billion minutes of Suits in 2023. I haven't watched it, but our boss, Patty, one time in one of our meetings was like, I love it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's a fun little, you know, miss, you know, easy show to crime watch. Show. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right, this weekend on Sunday, I got a couple of TV notes for here. On Sunday, uh it is the 66th annual Grammy Awards. Trevor Noah is going to be the host. Performers are going to include Billie Eilish, Billy Joel, Dua Lipa, Joni Mitchell, Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, we are hearing that Taylor Swift is supposed to be there, but she's going to be without Travis Kelsey. And then Luke Combs, Jeff, you might like this. Remember when he did Fast Car last year? Yeah. Tim and I both hate this song, yeah. but Luke Combs might be performing Fast Car with Tracy Chapman at the Grammys. It's, oh, that'd be it's great. It's a rumor, but there's a lot of people talking about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. there's a lot yeah. of people. So it would be really fun to see that. Uh, something else you might want to look forward to is Saturday Night Live. The musical guest is going to be Jennifer Lopez. And then I cannot say her name. Ayo Edibur- She's from um, The Bear. She mm-hmm. just won the... Um, Golden Globe for her role in The Bear. Oh, wow. Ayo Abrida. I can't say her last name, but you'll know who she is. She's going to be on Saturday Night Live, too. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be fun to look forward to that stuff. Well, it's time to start digging through your parents' or grandparents' belongings to see if they have any vintage Disney tickets. Does anyone listening have vintage Disney tickets that are unused? I saw this. This is funny. Isn't this wild? A guy found a ticket booklet from 1978 for Walt Disney World that was just collecting dust. It was originally purchased for eight bucks. He looked at it. He was looking for an expiration date. Couldn't find an expiration date. So he flew to Orlando to see if it would actually work. Documented the whole thing on TikTok. Long story short, 
it worked. They gave him a one-day ticket, which today is worth $164. What? And he got in on an $8 ticket. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. I wonder why that ticket went unused, though. Uh, They probably intended to and maybe just never got around to and it got stuffed in a drawer someplace and... I'm glad Disney held up their end of the bargain on that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, but the guy was like, I can't believe this actually worked. Yeah. All right, Darius Rucker was arrested in Tennessee yesterday. Uh, We're hearing that he got pulled over. We're not exactly how everything went down, but he was arrested with two counts of simple possession slash casual exchange of a controlled substance and a violation for a vehicle law, which we're assuming is probably expired tags. Mm. He uh, was booked in a Tennessee jail and released, and he's fully cooperating with authorities. Okie doke. Uh, Friday on Amazon, today on Amazon, the series premiere of Mr. and Mrs. Smith begins. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it. It looks really fun. It's starring Donald Glover and Maya Erskine as spies who are assigned to go undercover as a married couple and then develop real feelings for each other. If you may recall, in the 2005 Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie movie, the Smiths at that point were a bored married couple who worked for competing agencies and had no idea that they were both spies until they were assigned to kill each other. That was a great wow. movie. Yeah, so the take on this will be different, but uh, it's still... It's a series, too. It so is a series. So you'll get to see you'll it. You'll see it on Amazon uh, Prime Video, and it starts tonight. It is 6.50 while waiting for... Uh, while waiting to get out of jail, Martha Stewart's former inmates say that Martha was baking treats on the inside using ingredients that she had most likely smuggled out of the cafeteria in prison. Uh, there is a new miniseries called The Many Lives of Martha Stewart. And one of her former fellow inmates, Meg Phipps, was talking about what Martha did. I received a note from Martha. She suggested that we meet. She also sent that note with a baked apple. It meant she had already tackled the idea of cooking in your dorm or cottage by using the microwave and what resources that you could find because the baked apple had caramel on it and probably some cinnamon. I suspect some of this may have come from the cafeteria, which we're not supposed to do. Really? (laughs) At least they were eating good. Is that right? Anyway, I think that's it. That's all I got. Anything else? No, I think your that's front? it too. Yeah. All right, leave it there for now. More for you coming up. More e news after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with the four pack of tickets to the Bridal Rama Winter Showcase happening this weekend at the Sharonville Convention Center. But first, thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.